It spans the globe like a superhighway. It is called Internet. Well, it's very hip to be on the Internet right now. Oh, that's that right. little mark with the A and then the ring around it. At? Katie said she thought it was about. Yeah. Oh. Critics say one danger is this could turn out to be an Alita system, one available only to people with a computer and a modem. I'm Steven Spears, and this is the future, the future, the future of customer engagement and experience podcast. Thanks for joining me this episode. As always, we're presented by thefutureofcommerce.com. Head over there to find a great article related to today's episode titled Consumer Behavior is Changing Drastically. See the e-commerce data. It's a great read. I encourage you to go do that. As well as go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening if you haven't already done so to get new episodes showing up in your feed the minute they're released. All right, let's get to it. For thousands of years now, people have been selling things to each other. We've only been selling to each other digitally, though, for about 40 of those thousands of years. And if you put that in terms of the evolution of the television, we're not even at the invention of the color TV yet. Yet just over the last four months, due to COVID-19 and the life shifts that we've all made because of it, digital commerce has seen years of growth in four months. Year-over-year online revenue growth for U.S. retailers is up 68% as of mid-April. There's been an impressive 146% growth in all online retail orders, and online conversion rates increased 8.8% in February, reflecting a level of urgency typically seen during Cyber Mondays. Selling digitally is a necessity now. So we're using this episode to help you take a pause from the day-to-day madness of managing digital commerce and reflect on what's going on, to try to get a better understanding of where it's headed so that you can prepare. To discuss the key trends in digital commerce today, we gathered three extremely valuable perspectives, starting with Branwell Moffat. So I'm Branwell Moffat. I'm the director of CX Consulting at KPS Digital in the UK. Um, What that really means is uh, I spend a lot of time with customers looking at their business, looking at their customers, trying to understand what they're trying to achieve and work with my team where we define tactical solutions really to the problems um, and the goals of the customer. KPS is a systems integrator, which um, in layman's terms is we build e-commerce websites and the things that surround those. I appreciate the layman's terms on that because I feel like that's not given enough. It's, you know, I'm a systems integrator and it's like, all right, well, what do you really do? So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When, when, when people ask me, when friends ask me, what do you do? And I say, I am a director of systems integrator there. I'm okay. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> so I, I kind of just say we build websites. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Brainwell. So what would you say are the key trends in commerce today? So I'm... I, I'm I'm a, I'm a bit skeptical. So I hear this question a lot, you know, and, and you see articles a lot on latest trends. And I'm quite skeptical of the answers that a lot of people give. So they talk about AR, VR, sort of, I mentioned voice search. These sort of things that are kind of cool and sexy, mm-hmm. but I don't really see them as trends because I don't think there's many people are actually doing that. But actually, are those the things that keep me coming back as a customer? And what I see as trends, because this is what I see my clients doing and the wider, most internet companies, not those top tier players who kind of 
do experiment with some of the cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Things like single view of customer. So a lot of these things aren't new. They're not as cool and sexy, but actually companies are still trying to crack that single view of customer because once they have that, it leads on to so many more things. The data, the data people have got, you've got a lot of companies who have a huge, vast amount of data, but it's a bit disjointed. It's a bit messy. It's full of duplicates. There's a drive and a trend to really try to clean up that data and make the most of it. There's, people have said that data is worth more than oil now. It's like I've the heard most that, yeah. <laughs> valuable commodity. But another trend is trying to be like Amazon, trying to compete with Amazon by offering better fulfillment options. You know, there's talk of drones and robots and things like that. But I think still being able to do same day, next day, different click and collect points or collection points or different ways to keep keep that sort of stickiness with the customer mm-hmm. so customers will get to the point like i am with amazon where i just go to amazon if i need something i'll go there first because i know it will come tomorrow i know if it's got a problem i can send it back so large assortments um, widening assortments marketplaces i think again is something which i'm seeing and then i think um, personalization it's something which very few companies do particularly well but i'm seeing more and more drive towards delivering better personalized experiences whether that is just the the products that are put in front of you or the content and the whole experience so personalized promotions content products often driven by ai so there's a big drive i'm seeing now with some sort of proper ai so i think for me what I would term as a trend are those practical things that make a real difference to a company's KPIs right now. That's interesting. People are going to be like, Branwell is the least shock factor uh, uh, perspective <laughs> on the, he's not going to sell anything or get any clicks on that. That's things we already know, you know, right? <laughs> well, you're absolutely right. But this is, this is the thing, right? These, these are things, they're not new. They're really not new, but actually who's really doing them? And, you know, it's controversial <laughs> in as much as it's a little dull. Mm. I'm not interested in kind of, cool visionary things which maybe sound great but actually no one's going to do those and they go brilliant that's fantastic in five years time but what am i going to do right now next up we went over key trends with kaylee moore i am kaylee moore i'm a freelance writer i work mostly with e-commerce platforms and then the software that integrates with them Um, I've been doing this full time for about seven years now. And then I also um, just kind of share some freelance writing resources. I co-teach the creative class with Paul Jarvis, which is the course on the business side of freelancing. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm currently working on a course for freelance writers myself, which will be my first ever. So it's very top of mind for me right now. Perfect. Thanks, Kaylee. Uh, So what would you say from your perspective are the key trends in commerce today? Yeah, I think um, a lot of brands now are really focusing on user experience when it comes to e-commerce. Mm-hmm. So again, not just having the very basic boxes checked, but having ongoing feedback with customers, getting insights from customer support teams and looking at how can we make the shopping experience online better? What can we do to improve product pages or checkout workflows or you know all those different things so that there's less friction in the experience, more people check out, they don't abandon their carts as much, all of those important things. Um, I think also retailers are other, look, they're also looking to other things like how can we personalize the experience more? So how can we make it more individualized and relevant for the shopper? 
Um, and also another big one I'm seeing more and more often is how can we turn this into a subscription model, right? Cause that's recurring revenue. So they want, um, to be able to continue to have customers buy from them month after month, continue that long-term relationship and really build, um, just kind of deeper relationships with customers rather than that one-off transaction. That is interesting. Cause I, I just recently, uh, signed up for, I forgot what it was. That just shows you how much it, it left my mind. But I signed up for a subscription <laughs> ordering online. Uh, and it was almost like I had agreed into a, a bond with that company of, look, I like the product and I'm willing to trust you to get it to me every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I shop with them. Is that, have you seen that being a tough transition for, for brands to make? You know, I think it's easy to get set up now. I think there's a lot of tools out there that make it simpler than ever. The tricky thing is getting the consumer trust to the point where they, like you said, trust you enough to buy into the ongoing purchase. Mm -hmm. Um, And number two, delivering on that month after month. So not taking advantage of that trust also. Um, Are you doing things to keep the communication going with the customer? Are you sending them the right notifications before order ship and when they're tracking and all those important things along the way? Um, are you asking for their feedback? Are you doing all these things that make the customer think, okay, yeah, this is still a good thing. I still want to continue to buy this. It's still valuable to me. And I like this company. So it's like, a, it's almost like a dating process. Kind of. Yeah. So what, so what brands are you married to essentially is, is yeah. what so, we're getting to. Subscriptions I have right now, I have one for the espresso that I drink. It's with Verb mm. Coffee. So I get coffee delivered about every six weeks or less, mm. depending on how much coffee I, <laughs> I've been drinking. Um, as far as other subscriptions, I just recently tried a meal kit. Um, it wasn't a great experience, so I won't name the brand. Oh, really? But um, the first experience was great. And then I had like really poor communication after that was not impressed with how they handled things. So I've discontinued that one. So I've seen both good and bad sides of the equation, I guess, which is good. Good to know as far as, you know, experience and learning and seeing how different brands execute. That's funny. I'll have to talk to you off the the recording about the the meal kits because we're, we're a meal kit household. Uh, They're great. and, And we've tried out like three or four and we're finally on one now that they legit sent us an email because the Chipotle mayonnaise that was supposed to be in our box is now going to be regular mayonnaise. Whoa. They wanted us to make that. sure that we knew that that was the case. And I was like, this is nuts. You know? Yeah, over communicate rather than under. <laughs> I would much rather have that every time. And finally, we wrapped up with Riyadh Hajal. Thanks, Stephen. Um, it's great to be here. So my name is Riyad Hijal. I'm based out of Montreal. I've been with uh, with SAP in the commerce space for the last uh, 12 years. My official title is Global Vice President of Commerce Strategy and Solution Management. And effectively, what this means in plain English is um, I'm responsible for um, identifying where the commerce market is actually heading and make sure that our um, engineering teams actually build the future of commerce. Mm. Um, so it's, it's an exciting role. I get, of course, to meet a lot of um, very interesting customers, prospects, and industry pundits, mm. um, as well as uh, folks such as yourself. Oh, so, oh man. I, oh, you're going to lump me in there. I appreciate that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So what would you say are the key trends in commerce today? 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, agility is a huge topic. I mean, the ability of organizations to be able to experiment, succeed quickly, hopefully, if they fail, fail, uh, fail quickly as well, is absolutely fundamental. Um, however, agility should not come at the expense of business differentiation. And, you know, what you see out there is a lot of the technology that's available is really cookie cutter which means that you know you and and your your direct competitor you know really have exactly the same sets of tools at your disposal to be able to influence and delight your consumers and um this is you know this is where we look at it from a very different perspective through another lens and we believe that it's very important to be able to differentiate um you know their offering and their business and so on um, and that's, that underpins our, our technology strategy at SAP. Another very hot topic that has been hot for, I would say, over a year now, um, is what we call headless in the context world. And the concept of headless is this notion that as the touch points that are um, embedding commerce are exploding, like, for example, a smartwatch or the car or the printer, mm -hmm. You know, above the traditional touch points of laptop, mobile, um, and and tablet, um, there is a need for commerce platforms that are number one API first, mm. um, and number two that can very easily be embedded um, across those various touch points, um, so that the customer journey doesn't have to be limited to a specific device, um, and can really span. Um, and conveniently follow customers as they go about uh, their daily routines. So yeah. one one kind of platform to handle all of those different areas. Correct. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, once the you know if the platform has the capability to be able to um, expose the product data, the 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 the, the rich product data, and um, um, capture the orders and the pricing, and you know all of all of these small things that make a, an experience um, successful, mm -hmm. um, then of course they will be successful um, as a as a vendor. And so that's you know that's 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 what headless is uh, is all about. Social is one, mm -hmm. but it could be also emerging channels such as um, AR and VR, augmented reality and virtual reality. Right. So we're seeing that more and more um, voice. Right. So on the Alexas mm -hmm. of the world um, and the Google Homes is becoming more and more. Um, common as well um, and so yeah the right technology stack is a prerequisite um, for any organization who's thinking about um, commerce across these emerging touch points in a, in a much more holistic way thanks again to all three of our guests for joining today's episode i encourage you to connect with them individually for deeper insights on their thoughts and of course on the work they have going on as well as connect with us online at thefutureofcommerce.com where you can sign up to our newsletter to get articles on this topic directly in your inbox and then reach out to us if you want to dive deeper into customer experience related topics. I'm Steven Spears and this is the Future of Customer Engagement and Experience podcast. See you next time.